You say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that Adam. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful, awful. Shouldn't have bothered. That was Paul Simon. He was with Julio and he was down by the schoolyard for reasons unknown. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Hello! With me, Jack. And Will you him, stop Tom. fiddling with that? We've got new equipment and I'm fiddling because I like to fiddle. Listen, crystal clear in your ears. Uh. Diddle diddle. Uh, yeah. Did a fiddle. Ugh, will you shush when I'm trying to talk? How's it going, mate? Very well. How are you? Good, thank you. My yeah. name's Tom. We're at different levels here tonight. Tom's having a nice little uh, midweek beer. And Jack's just picking his nose as he said I'm that, which is lovely. A tea? So uh, what have I picked my nose? You pick away, mate. Let <laughs> the naysayers it's hang. It's runny. It's cold outside. Oh. Right, I get a runny nostril. Have you got gloves? No, just oh, a hat. hat. Oh, I thought you turned up in little mittens. No, I need gloves, though, because I've got really old lady hands and they um, they seize up in the cold, which Don't is not I? good for a 27-year-old man. But that's such as life, you know? You get these hurdles and you just got to deal with them. Yeah. Like your, um, that thing you had. Oh, How it's back. That? It's back with Avengers. Is it? It's back and it's brought his mates. I knew that cream wouldn't work. No, I know. Well, that doctor was um, not, not taking it seriously. It's, it's, not, not, it's not high enough strength. No, and also, it, well, you're prone to dry skin in the winter anyway, so... Awful business. I'll show you, you later. You probably need that sort of the kind of cream that they'd apply to someone who's got third degree burns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I probably do. Maybe I'll ask my doctor for that. Uh, how and are you? Why do you always hear about third degree burns and not? Because I imagine second and first must must be considerably worse than third. No, third is where it goes down by degrees. Does it? Yeah, so that's why. So how it's bad. Far, yeah, but how far down does it go? For fourth, you're dead. So they don't bother <laughs> mentioning it. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth—you're all dead. So it's mad. So really, you'd go—you wouldn't go. Oh, your husband's got fourth degree burns. You'd go. He's dead from a fire. So what, what if you were one of those blokes that got caught in Pompeii? What would you be? Is um, it worse for lava? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I'm afraid I'm only one. What if you're preserved by one. it? <laughs> what if you're killed but then preserved by fire? Yeah, that's true. Awful business that when you think about it. I pray Terrible. it never happens. I don't envy the person who came up with it. Not Pompeii. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that was some sort of terrorist attack. Inside job. <laughs> awesome, huh? Oh. Anyway. Uh, dead now, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, cool. You alright? Yeah. Yes, I'm very well, thanks. Any news? Um, I'm a lesbian. Very good. <laughs> I don't know. I just do. I just do work, mate. That's all I do now. Yeah, no. I go to work and then I go home and then I watch. I'm a celebrity and then I go work again. Do you? Well, I'm waiting for Edmonds mostly. Edmonds. Edmonds. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. Uh, How about you? Well, uh, no, not really. I've had the week off work, but I haven't done anything of note with that time as of yet. You tend not to, though, in fairness. I'm just so recovering. So it's nothing out of the ordinary. No, I just recover my strength to go back and do a mediocre job. Recover slowly. your strength. Yeah. Do not think I look fighting fit. You do now, yeah. I'm half a foot taller. 
What I worry about you though is sort of, you know, a lot of people get ill over sort of the Christmas period because they work really hard up until it, and then they take time off. So they go from, you know, they go from fast paced to really slow paced too quickly, mm. and that's what makes them ill. And I just wonder if that's what's happened with you and your rash. What you think I was going too fast? I think you worked yourself too hard. Uh, not strictly in that area. I mean, <laughs> I think I think you might be on something because I I did suspect for a while it's a friction burn, <laughs> but I can't. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Like I said, I will show you it later. Uh, yeah, cool. Brand new pod in your ears. Lovely. What? I don't even want to see your pants, let alone what's underneath, because I know what sort of pants you wear. You're always going on about this. Leave them alone. You wear, you wear nice... I, I, it's not that I don't like them, but I like you wear like Star Wars pants, don't you? I have literally no idea what underwear you wear. So uh, why we, are you ratting through my da- li- laundry drawer? It's as plain and as boring as you'd imagine. Oh, okay. It's not white. Don't just, show me them. They're just like. Oh, a pair of graying a... briefs. <laughs> they weren't that colour when I bought them. Oh, <laughs> or when you put them on. <laughs> Fortnite hence. <laughs> well, she. What, what's coming up in the pod? That's a good one. Uh, something annoyed you this week, mate? Yeah, probably. Well, that will work perfectly for our feature. Why has this annoyed me this week? Uh, I've also got a vlog has gone wild. Uh, an etymology corner, and Zoella's cosy tip of the week. And I've got... <gasps> so, well, but I've got some film reviews. I wouldn't say it's... Here's a film what we saw this week. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't? It's not, I don't think it's that extensive. It's based around one film. Regardless, they're very good. Fantastic. Well, we'll look forward to that. Just one thing I want to ask your advice on. Might, might cut this out. So I got an email. Oh, he's taking his belt off. I got an email in my uh, inbox wow. uh, <laughs> the other day, and it said. Uh, <laughs> so the headline is uh, "Security Scam Warning." The headline. What? What do you the call it? Line. The subject line is security. Here's the headline. <laughs> security scam warning, and then open brackets your password colon, and then my password for my actual email account. Genuinely. Yep. Uh, and then it says, Dear user of Hotmail, uh, I am a spy. <laughs> I'm a spyware software developer. Your account has been hacked by me in the summer of 2018. I understand that it's hard to believe, but here is my evidence. I sent you this email from your account. Uh, password from account, Tom Ratcliffe, whatever. Uh, and then he put the actual password on moment of hack. The hacking was carried out using a hardware vulnerability through which he went online. Cisco router, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I went around. No, 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 something about going on a porn website. Blah, 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 well, he blah, blah, blah. well, we'll get to that. He keeps going on about how he did it. I don't know why. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why he hopes to gain <laughs> from getting into your email account. <laughs> since you. then, he's not going to like what he finds. Uh, since then, I've been following you. I can connect to your device <laughs> via the VNC protocol. That is, I can see absolutely everything that you do, view, and download your files and any data to yourself. I also have access to the camera on your device, and I periodically take photos and videos <laughs> with you, not of you. Uh, <laughs> again, goes on. Then we get to the middle of the maze. Did he get your doctor's appointment on? <laughs> he took one photo, and he was sick on his keyboard. <laughs> 
<laughs> at the moment, <laughs> at the moment, I have harvested a solid dirt on you. I saved all your. I saved all your emails and chats from your messengers. I also saved the entire history of the sites you visit. I know that it is useless to change the passwords. My malware updates passwords from your account every time. I know what you like. Hard funds. Open adult sites. Close brackets. Oh yes, I know your secret life which you are hiding from everyone. Oh my god, what are you like? I saw this. Oh, you're a dirty person. Smiley face. Uh, I took photos and videos of your most passionate fans with adult content and synchronised them in real time with the image of your camera. I... I mean, I don't want to be uh, humble, but no one wants to see that. <laughs> Honestly. I wouldn't even want to see it for research purposes. Uh, uh, believe it turned out very high quality. Again, I well, don't know well, that. that you were, the last thing you'd want is low res. That must be pixel count, sure. 1080. Uh, so, to the business. I'm sure you don't want to show these files and visiting history to all your contacts. Transfer $849 to my Bitcoin cur- cryptocurrency wallet. Blah, 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 blah. Just copy and paste the wallet number when transferring. If you don't know how to do this, ask Google. Uh, my ah. system automatically recognised blah, blah, blah. Uh, as soon as the specified amount is released, all your data will be destroyed from my server. Oh, that's good of him. That is no. <laughs> yeah, I can take in by his word. Guarantee, yeah. <laughs> Listen to successful. <laughs> Listen to successful customer reviews. Uh, do not worry. I really will delete everything since I am working with many people who have fallen into your position. Uh, since opening this, fallen letter- <laughs> into your position. He's. This is on the assumption that he's hacked you. <laughs> Uh, since opening this letter you have 48 hours if funds not will be received after the specified time has elapsed the disk of your device will be formatted and from my server will automatically send email and sms to all your contacts with compromising materials i advise you to remain prudent and not engage in nonsense (laughs) good luck does that seriously say that yeah not engage in nonsense indeed nonsense uh so, yeah, I'm going to have to return all the new audio equipment because $849 have been going out of my account. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you've, they've got you there, mate. If anyone looked at my actual life to analyse it, they would be bored to tears <laughs> so quickly they wouldn't even bother blackmailing me. <laughs> I've got no money and I don't get up to anything of note. You fool. You've picked on the wrong person this time. Uh, So uh, be careful there are guys out there. Yeah. Cool. Shall we have some music and then get on with what's annoyed us? Well, why not? Cool. Dude. Uh, This is Neil Diamond. That was Neil Diamond with Delirious Love. Neil Diamond, yeah. I'm, I'm toying with the fact I found this Neil Diamond Christmas jumper for 60 quid and it's been in and out of my account to purchase it four times and I 60? can't decide. Yeah, but it's really good. It's Would a good one. It's not one of the <laughs> Neil Diamond Christmas jumpers, you see. I don't I don't know what you want me to say. What, what do you have That's on what it? I tell you. What? Huh? What does it have on it? It's got. It says Neil and then it's got diamonds underneath. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's good though. Maybe I will get it, and then I'll show you content. You just show me a photo of it, man. No, that's not the same. It's not the same. How? Well, that's all you've seen of it. 
<laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, that's true of anything you buy online. I know, I'm not disagreeing with you. But you're saying you think it looks good on the photo. Mm. But what? It doesn't. It's not going to look good enough for me on the photo. You're going to have to buy it to show me in person. Correct. Your mental. <clears throat> that was Neil Diamond. Right. <laughs> Has something annoyed you this week, Jack? I'm not really sure. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? This is the part of the show where we talk about things that have annoyed us this week. Hello. And Jack's got nothing, which has annoyed him. So I suppose I'll go first. Well, you go first and I'll just think about it. I'll just think about annoying things. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Oh dear. Right, so... um. This week, uh, I was expecting a delivery from a little website called Amazon.com. Yeah. Uh, it was, in fact, this delightful audio equipment that I can't work that you're using right now. Good. Uh, so, I got in from work, and there was no parcel, and it was meant to be delivered that day. There was also no little delivery slip thing. So, I went on the website, uh, Amazon.com, if you've got to see <laughs> to see what had happened to it, and then... Um, <clears throat> It said it had been delivered, and it said, Delivered to neighbour, door 98 Patel. Now, I didn't really know what that meant, because I live in... I do live in a flat, but it's not a block of flats. So the idea of there just being a door 98 doesn't really make much sense to me, let alone a Patel. Um, so <laughs> I I'd, I'd no, literally no idea what that meant. Um, I waited for my common-law wife to come home, and we found on Google Maps there was actually a 98 down our road. Why did you wait for her to do that? I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> always. You are a coward. I know. Uh, so uh, we saw it. And we, f- we found that there was actually a number 98 down our road. So we thought, well, we'll, we'll start there on my, my journey to discover where my goods have been delivered to. Uh, so we went. Uh, so I, I brought her back up and we went to number 98, knocked on the door. And um, a man answered the door. I went, hi, uh, my, um, my, uh, my Amazon delivery said it had been delivered to, uh, I said number 98, because I didn't want to confuse it, number 98 to a, a, a Patel, a new Patel. And he went, do I look like a Patel? Which I think might be the most racist thing I heard this week. Nice. Jingle. What's the most racist thing you've heard this week? I came home after that and uh, went onto Amazon uh, help desk thing. And, uh, is that uh, on their website? It is. It's on their website, Amazon.com. <laughs> and uh, I explained to them about the fact that there was no door 98, let alone a Patel. And uh, uh, the woman there said there had been a mistake and there was just someone was just ticking off deliveries willy-nilly and just saying they were delivered. Smart. When they actually weren't, yeah, which is good. I apparently fine. And uh, she was really apologetic and um, said, oh, I'm so sorry, uh, it'll be definitely be delivered tomorrow. And I said, can it be after five, because I'm not going to be in, blah, blah, I said, yeah, definitely. And here is a whopping five pounds off your next Amazon oh. order. So I was honestly delighted with that. Uh, I, d- I didn't think to save that conversation anywhere or make any note of it. Why, why bother? Well, no, just trust the good people of Amazon.com website. Uh <laughs> And, well, it's partly I didn't want to save it because I said, "Can you please not leave stuff with the neighbours in future?" Because <laughs> we don't get on. 
because <laughs> they've reacted violently in the past. Because I just, uh, yeah, I was bored just trying to entertain myself. Right. Anyway, coming the next day, uh, still no Amazon delivery. Uh, still no delivery slip saying attempted delivery or Probably whatever. Because you thought they were going to get beaten up by your neighbours. So <laughs> well, out. yeah. So it got to about nine o'clock, and I was I was looking out the window to see if anyone was coming, and a car pulled up, and this massive bloke in a trench coat got out of his car and started walking towards the door, and I was thinking, suddenly it sort of clicked in my head. I've complained about this delivery person, <laughs> whoever they were. They clearly weren't doing something they should have been because the ambulance person told me. I was thinking they're coming here to kill me. So I immediately went and hid. And then... So the trouble is, I know the, I know that's not how the story ends because you're alive right now. Well, yeah, but don't give it away. Well, it turns out, it turns out it was, he wasn't here to kill me. And it, <clears throat> it wasn't him. So uh, I got straight ah. back on the uh, Amazon desktop thing. And uh, <laughs> they went... And they did the, you know, I'm sure you've experienced with uh, service. I have. Uh, you just speak to people and they go, oh, X, Y, Z. I was speaking to this person about a thing. They promised me this. And they gave the usual, no, never heard of that person. That never took place. There's never been anything open on this account before. We've never had a complaint, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, good. And then uh, the person said, uh, right, you can have a refund or I can reorder the items for you. Well, great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, can you just reorder them? Because I do actually want them. That's why I ordered them. <laughs> and, then the person, and then the person in the other room went, uh, yeah, that's fine. I've reordered them and given you a refund. So I was thinking, wow, quid's in. Don't mind if I do. I've got all this stuff for free. Really? And it's getting delivered the next day. Yeah, so I was del- genuinely delighted about that. And I was like, this has been fantastic service, blah, blah, blah. I was really going to complain because it's been a piss take and this is my entire week. <laughs> but it's fine now. You've completely rectified that. Uh, got in the next day. Half the stuff had been delivered, as promised. The other half hadn't. Went on Amazon.com, <laughs> the website, to see where the other half was. And the other half had been refunded. So they'd reordered half of it. And refunded the other half. Hence, <laughs> reordered it and they've given me a refund. Complaint closed. Can't do anything. No recourse whatsoever. Didn't get oh, anything God out of that. It. To a man. I cannot believe it. It's bags. <laughs> Never use Amazon ever, ever. And they don't pay their tax. And the only way to justify using them when they don't pay their tax is that they're efficient. They're not efficient. They're idiots. Well, I look, I look forward to the collapse of the biggest retailing market I know, on that's the, the end face of, of the planet <laughs> gonna <go>. tomorrow, <laughs> following you uploading this silly little pod. Oh, well, that's, uh, did you think anything that annoyed you? Yeah, I did, actually. Oh. I went up to Manchester on Saturday with my girlfriend to see some uni mates. Now, my girlfriend, for all her wonderful merits, has one particular flaw that gets right on my knackers, which is her sense of directions, are abysmal. And I mean abysmal. She, not not only is she not very good at, I mean, reading Google Maps, which gives you the directions. Oh, no, I've seen you in the car before. You're like a ten-peckery old woman. Her ability to even tell her left from right is impaired. (laughs) (laughs) You're in 
trouble when she this goes out. doesn't even understand left from right. And oh. We've had this discussion before from the many, many times where I've turned right somewhere after she's told me to. And she goes, why did you go that way? And I said, because you told me to. And she went, no, well, no, I meant left. Good. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting that you said right when you meant left. Confusing. So we were on our way up to Manchester. She said, do you know where you're going? And I said, well, I know all my way up to and past the M6 toll, but I don't know where I'm going specifically to get into Manchester and to my mate's house. No. So I need directions for that. Perfect. Great. I've got you've got I've got the address in my phone ready to go. I've got the phone in my hand. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Then she decides she wants to tell me what she wants for Christmas. <laughs> right. So so I'm sat there like some sort of weird Santa in a car mm. while she's you know reeling off her list <laughs> for me to check see if she's been naughty or nice. Mm. And we drive past, and I say, oh, is that the junction we're supposed to take? She picks up her phone. She, oh. Oh, yes, I suppose it was. <laughs> Great. Uh, Great. And Lovely. Bet, yeah, but you're Do a you relaxed guy. it took me to get there? Go on. After driving three hours, another half an hour. <laughs> oh, but I bet you just let it slide. Uh, I made a few jibes about it. We yeah. laughed the whole thing off, and then she got annoyed because I kept carrying the joke on too far. Oh. But I thought I was entitled to that. Yeah. Uh, you're never going to win that one, I'm afraid, mate. That's... No, I don't expect to. That's all right. I don't I don't really mind, to be honest with you. Well, it you... annoyed me when we were first going out. But after three years, I'm not... It's, it's just no concern to It's me, really. what I call the loneliness tax. Uh, you have yeah. to pay, <laughs> pay a little bit of tax not to be so lonely. For example, just chip away at your sanity. Yeah. If you look above my head, there is a bit of plaster just pulled off our rented oh, accommodation oh, ceiling. Yeah, why is that? So there was a little tag of plaster coming off. My girlfriend came down, looked at it. I was just looking at her. She just pulled it off the ceiling, <laughs> and then I went, "Why have you done that?" And she went, "I don't know how that happened." <laughs> and you just have to go, "Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine." You just your brain. Was no. it that bad when I was on my own? Was it really? Or was I fine? Just feel your brain melting in your skull. I know. Uh, I've got some filler. I can I can bring that round and sort that out for you if you want, mate. Thanks, Dad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I wouldn't want you to lose your deposit on something like that. No, <laughs> Just, I, don't I don't know how that happened. I know. <laughs> There's another time in the cinema. She had popcorn. <laughs> Well, we had popcorn, and she just gr- went to reach, get something out of her bag, just kicked the entire thing over on me, and she went, and then she got back up and she went, oh, I don't know whose fault that was. I've got an idea. Sat on my vape. We'll probably call that the end of. Oh, it's out of your ass. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Right, should we have some more music and then we'll do Vloggers Gone Wild? Cool, uh, this is Post Malone with Psycho. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that was Post Malone with Post- Psycho. Posty. Oh, Posty. As I've said previously, I would very much like to go for a beer or two with Post Malone. Postman Drugs. <laughs> 
so if anyone can arrange that, I was reading today that he's headlining Reading and Leeds, so he will wow. be in the UK. I don't mind meeting him halfway from Reading. It's not too far from us. Maybe at Andover. We can meet uh, at Little Chef yeah, in Andover. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Prince's Risborough or something. There's some nice cafes around that sort of area. Yeah, Prince's Risborough. I've got a lot of friends who live in Prince's Risborough. The fish and chip shop there sells drugs. There you go. <laughs> if you're wondering, that is unrelated to my friends living there. Cool. Any uh, feds tapping into this podcast? Oh, right. Do you want to hear about some vloggers that have gone mental and wild? Yeah. No. Or do you want to do your thing? I can do. do don't look so scared, mate. I do my. So I do my bit. Yes, yeah, your podcast as well. You do it. I wanted to talk about uh, the film. Now, I wasn't going to bring this up at the time. I sent Tom this before, but. People keep talking about it, and I'm sick of it. So I want to read out some reviews for it. This is we're going to talk about Bohemian Rhapsody, the yeah. film about Queen. I'm going to call this item. Uh, I'll say it in space, so you can cut it for a jingle if you want to. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Bohemian Crapsody. Oh, superb. Bohemian Crapsody. I think well, we should probably prefix this by the fact that we hate Queen. Yeah. That's one of our shared interests, is hating Queen severely. We've bonded for many years over our hatred of Queen. One, they're rubbish. They are rubbish, rubbish. Two. And two. They're rocking in the free world. <laughs> they're sticking it to the man. They make <laughs> Foo Fighters look like, I don't know, the Sex Pistols. <laughs> and, um, and they also played uh, Apartheid South Africa when there was an international ban. And they also played, what was it, Junta's um, Argentina. Mm. If that's wrong and somehow offensive, you won't have heard that. <laughs> that could be completely wrong. Anyway, so that's why we hate him. So, unleash cool. your bile. Really cool. Well, it's not. The, this is the main problem. This is So these are uh, reviews that I've pulled from the users of I'm a Buddha. <laughs> and, well, they're, they're just... They're overwhelmingly positive. But... They're also stupid. So this is this is sticking it to you idiots who think the Queen are good. Because I know. you're clearly all thick as pig's muck. We have a, a weird obsession with these reviews. Because the, the same as the sort of a trip to the pit... Not a trip to the pit, just ugh, a spoonful of weather. Where oh, There's a lot of people who just comment stuff going like, I, I went to see this film with my brother. Yeah. It's like, well, we don't give a about that. It's like when you see Amazon reviews saying, oh yeah, I bought this for my niece and she really likes it. What the f*** has that got to do with anything? <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Sort of constructive use. Did you want to make a quiz element out of this? If I tell you, if you, do you want to guess how many stars out of ten or how many users found this helpful? Do you want to know anything? Or should I just read them? Just read them. Okay, this is a ten out of ten review. <laughs> okay. Titled, Love This. Good. I'm Queen's fan, actually. I was crying on the last scene. Right. On it. Mm. Another 10 out of 10 review. It was sad. And badass. It was a masterpiece. With so many details on it. That's, that makes you think about your life. Good. <laughs> how does... That, sorry, how does the the biopic of Queen... Make you think about your life. I laughed, cried, 
sang and clapped. <laughs> and so many feelings. Fantastic. I'm glad I wasn't in that cinema. I laughed, cried, sang and clapped. And so many feelings <laughs> while watching the movie. <laughs> I'm going to watching it again. Right. Two out of two users found that helpful. Who the f- <laughs> oh. Oh, that, was, that was another 10 out of 10. That is helpful. This one, uh, this one's actually only got 10 out of 10. Um, can't get this movie out of my mind. Right. So, saw this movie three nights ago and can't stop thinking about Freddy. <laughs> okay. I don't know, in the bed, in bed, in the shower. <laughs> you know, just can't stop thinking about him. I am the author of several non-fiction books <laughs> on research into the after-effects of near-death experiences, healing what? from trauma, and creativity. Besides several different messages in this film, the creativity is shown on an experiential level. <laughs> is that a word? Well, he, he's the <laughs> author! <laughs> so, if it is a word, it's certainly crumbling. I don't know as much about <laughs> the book or for creativity as thought would. Freddy is living and functioning in a flow state. <laughs> this movie I mean he's I not he's literally not <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what his star side is either <laughs> this movie has become my favourite of all times great and not well if I try to think back to my favourite film of the Jurassic period <laughs> certainly of all uh, times though anyone who has experienced this flow state will identify with we are the champions Oh. I saw this face too many of us. It's uh, a song ah. that is a football chant. Not in a bragging way, but in a way of we are the cutting edge of humanity. We are the what? ones who challenge the status quo. We are the ones who will risk doing something new and different that others may not understand yet. This sort of thing, if you saw written on a toilet cubicle, you just wouldn't think twice about it. you just ignore it. That's the kind of thing that I'd hand to the police. <laughs> three out of three found that helpful. Good. Um, They're all champions. Uh, this one is um, four marks, ten stars out of ten. Mm. Uh, Never trust film critics is the title. Right. OMG, this is the best film I have seen this year. The film critics... Gave it a hiding. Right. Forget what the film critic thinks. Done. In caps. I just spent two hours with Queen and Freddy and I want to see it again. Loved, loved every moment. I like the idea of saying reviews don't mean anything in a review. <laughs> don't listen to the <laughs> film critics. Listen to me. <sighs> Cara 2479. <laughs> oh, oh, I right, know yeah. what I'm talking about. I know a film when I see one. This one, uh, last year, I love The Greatest Showman. <sighs> this year, dot, 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 three exclamation marks, just love this one. This is only nine out of ten, though. Oh. So, there must have been, <laughs> I don't know which bit they didn't like, but unfortunately oh. they don't touch on it. I have saw... A lot of Queen's YouTube before going to see the movie. Hi. But still, but still, Rami Malek do a great performance. Does he? But I love the rest of the team member. 
which they all look more alike the real Queen's member. <laughs> right. I, they, well, this is good. David HK has almost definitely never seen the Queen's member. <laughs> there you go, a little bit of blue for the dads. A little bit of blue for the dads. My favourite my favorite title for another 10 out of 10 review. Queen. <laughs> I can't even bring myself to say Making me feel sick. <laughs> Queen. Queen is rocking the big screen. <laughs> sure they are. As a musical historian... Oh, f*** off. You have to take into account the tragic stories of the rich and famous. You do. You do. As a historian, you do, yes. <laughs> Particularly if those, if those rich and famous happen to be musicians. As a musical historian, you have to account facts. Yeah. Queen's story was no exception. This movie really captures the tragic flaws that Queen had to go through to get into the shining glory where they stand in today's world. From a critic standpoint, oh, from a critic standpoint, I assume, I assume he's saying that he's both a musical historian and film critic here. This movie outdid expectations in terms of acting, presentation, right, poise, <laughs> poise. <laughs> These are Tom, Tom, no, no, hang on, you're not a film critic. You wouldn't. Understand. No, that's true. I'm not. A, I'm not a musical historian. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> What makes the presentation and poise of the film? Poise? Is he, he's just looked at his thesaurus at one of the words he was going to use. And really, the keen ideas of Queen rise to stardom what? are really unity and selfless devotion. This movie really created this sense of historical accuracy between the famous and the common townspeople. <laughs> what? <laughs> When was it set? That's Frankenstein he's thinking of. <laughs> Common <laughs> townspeople? I mean, I haven't seen it. What the f- the com- Between the famous and the common townspeople in the 80s? I think it's... I think, it's um, I think well, I, I have not seen it either. My understanding is that it's part of Freddie Mercury biopic. The part of sort of Blackadder, <laughs> yeah, Blackadder third. Um, Bill and Ted's bogus adventure. They sort of go back in time. That wasn't translated by Bing. That one was it. <laughs> two more, two more. Eight out of ten for this one. Too fast, and a big flaw in plot. This movie felt too fast and too slow at times. <laughs> That's impressive. That is impressive. That's a deeply flawed film, isn't it? <laughs> Whoa! Let's hold back here. We're going to. Oh no, you're boring me. That's now. like watching something that's too long on fast forward. <laughs> so it's going quick, but it's still really wasting my time. The music choice was good. Oh, what were you expecting, you <laughs> moron? And done almost at almost perfect time. But I just can't deal with any of you. You annoy Stop me so much. Stop the planet much. of Earth. I want to get off. <laughs> Right, let's oh, let's purge ourselves of that. That's really wound me up. On to something that will annoy us less, vloggers. Well, before that, we'll have a bit of Beach Boys, I think. Well, oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Rocking in the free world. Beach Boys. That's a bit of proper music, isn't it? Not Lovely. like we will rock you. Shut up. Oh. Right, from one group of morons to another. Are you ready for some vloggers who have gone wild? Can we have my favourite jingle, please? Uh, yes, here it is. 
the retailer can decide how much they sell that for. That's completely out of my um, decision making. I don't have the right to make those decisions. So it makes me so sad. To be honest, I just want to start off with that I'm sorry. 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 It seems like I've learned nothing from all these past controversies. Nothing. Nothing. Be sure to subscribe and smash that like button. Be sure to. That includes you listening at home. <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we look at vloggers and how they've gone mental or done something stupid or shot their spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Through a book. It could be any of them. Never, never as long as I have my memory. I think even when Alzheimer's sets in later in life, I'll still probably cling on to that. I hope it's just that. I'll repeat yeah. that memory. I'm not sure that's how it works, but yeah. if you can choose. This movie, I'm sure it doesn't exist publicly, but did they film that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they filmed it as a prank for the sake of making their channel blow up. What the best phrase. And then uh, she shot her husband dead through a book. And then went to prison. And lo and behold, their channel did blow up. Uh, but shot unfortunately, she was too incarcerated and he was too dead to enjoy <laughs> the channel. I mean, it's not funny when someone dies, but really, if there's a way to go, that's uh, probably <laughs> that you're not going to have sympathy with. So, anyway. We're back again. This, nah. uh, oh God! Uh, we're back uh, with uh, our good friend Alfie Days. Alfie Dies, aka uh, Pointless Blog. Pointless Blog. Um, it's a bit of a different one this week. It's not one of his own vlog videos where he's uh, discovered that some people don't have as much money as him. He's tarnishing someone else's now. Isn't he? Well, in, in a way, because he, he sat down with uh, his good YouTube friend, Marcus Butler. Oh, I, I didn't know who that was either. So I went on his management uh, <laughs> his management team's website and they describe him as uh, King of the Sketches. Marcus Butler has been making videos on YouTube for seven years. Wow. Marcus has many strings to his bow, including a number one best selling book. A hugely successful podcast and a food box service delivering healthy snacks to the masses. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure having a book is a string to your bow necessarily, but I mean, I don't work in PR. So well, that's probably why. I don't work in books. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, he and uh, Pointless Vlog sat down to uh, discuss the difficulty of living online and uh, having a public relationship. And it's it's rather more sincere tone than the usual uh, <laughs> stuff, but I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Even 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 the glimpse of them attempting to exude some sort of sincerity terrifies me to my core. Well, I mean, I'll get onto this later, but it is quite disturbing because they talk about it on a sort of business level for large parts of it, and just. In terms of monetizing stuff, and it is like a CEO just discussing something with another CEO, 
and it's really yeah. Anyway, no, so uh, let's see the first clip. Hello, Alfie Days. Does it feel weird filming a YouTube video of me? It feels weird so formally filming a YouTube video of you. Alfie was just saying before we started this video how much he hates intros, and I agree. I just don't feel like saying hello anymore. You already know, like you've clicked on the video, why do I need to, But I don't, don't, don't you think it's funny that when we started YouTube, we put that pressure on ourselves to have to commit to an intro? It was the thing, like you couldn't be on YouTube and not have an intro. We'll and if you yeah. didn't do that intro every video, that became a thing. Hello! Why couldn't you just be like, yo, hey, whatever I'm gonna say to them? I still get comments now. That are like, I miss your. Dude. Not so much WhatsApp guys, but I used to. Uh, I used to yeah, say, good, good morning, morning guys. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes have people in the street. Um, no, you, no, you don't. I. Uh, <laughs> Matt's been with <laughs> no, me. No, I'm gonna do that. People still in the street will shout on the other side of the be like, oh, no. And I just turned to them like, you haven't watched me in good Now we've been critical of these people in the past, Jack. Of course we have. But I think we're really going to learn this evening about the difficulties that come with being a YouTube sensation. Let's peer behind the curtain and see <clears throat> the soul that lies behind. Um, I mean, the pressure <laughs> felt to do an intro... <laughs> is immense. Not my words, the words of these two tits that we're listening to. And I'm not entirely sure <laughs> that we, as, you know, a mortgage payer and a rent payer, will ever feel that pressure <laughs> on ourselves in our everyday mundane lives. But the pressure to do the same introduction time and again is just, it's unlike anything us mere mortals will ever feel. It's funny, isn't it? Because I... I... It's, it's not often that this thought crosses my mind, but I do sometimes find myself, maybe I'll complain about something to do with my office job and I think, well, actually, I should be a bit more grateful because, you know, for thousands of years, people just worked physical labour jobs for a crust and that was it. And then you come the next rung down <laughs> the ladder to, do you remember how difficult it was to put an intro... Oh. An intro on a video. <laughs> I can't even process that information. We're the that equivalent is baffling. To we're me. the equivalent of the people working in in Amsterdam down on the docks, sex garden, <laughs> <laughs> while they piss around as fat cat millionaires <laughs> flicking quids up in the air, and they're moaning. I don't, I like, That's quite I'm, funny, isn't it, actually? The teenagers are like the new fat cats now, these YouTubers. I know. They're the ones sitting on all the riches. I know. Moaning about the pressures of <laughs> putting an intro on a I like they they played their intros there, and Marcus is, whoever the fuck that is, his intro is just him going, hello. So he's annoying. He doesn't want to be typecast by that. Oh, much more than saying hello. Do you remember when man couldn't even conceive that you might not say hello at the start of a video. So oh, what? God. So what? Oh, mentals. Absolute mentals. Um, right, let's have another clip. This is just a mistake I want to point out from Pointless Bond. We're in long-term relationships, and I thought it would be interesting to just sit down and chat openly about the, essentially the, the pros and cons of being in a long-term relationship in the public eye. Obviously, there's many different areas to cover, but <laughs> how is it? <laughs> so, essentially, right, you, you've been in a relationship how long? Nearly six years. Nearly six I years. Hope that's right, otherwise, <laughs> not very long. <laughs> I've been broken up. Nearly six years. Yeah. I was in a six year relationship. 
See, the Mercedes plate made there <laughs> under, <laughs> under immense pressure, no doubt, is that he thinks by getting the length of his relationship wrong, that will uh, take him back in time to the beginning of the relationship and his relationship will be null and void. Because as he says in that joke, he goes, uh, or, <laughs> how long have you been in a relationship? And he goes, six years, I think. Otherwise, not at all, if I've got that wrong. <laughs> so he thinks, he thinks if she breaks up with him, the clock resets. And he goes back to before they met. I mean, there's some vloggers where you can understand they have a vague amount of wit or something to them. But he there can't even make the obvious joke of going, how long have you been in a relationship? Six years. Oh, I hope I've got that right. Or it won't be much longer than that. <laughs> Which is, I mean, paint by numbers, that yeah, is. Yeah, that is so... And he goes, oh, well, I you should see his face in the video. He's so delighted. And he goes, well, six years. Rose. Oh, I hope I've got that right. Rose. Oh, we won't have been in a relationship very long. What? Yeah, f Well, then, I, I mean, it's easy for me to cast a special chat, but I'm not working under immense pressure to doing an intro. <laughs> Charlie's... <laughs> Oh, right. Let's have another clip. Oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely that he sort of—it's <laughs> like Parky trying to get into the sort of. <laughs> so David Attenborough, I know you've lived a uh, uh, long and prosperous life, full of tales. But let's try and delve into perhaps your time on Blue Planet. This is more of an approach of. Now, I know there's a lot to talk about about long-term relationships, but how has it been? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What kind of a question is that? Well, saying, Peter I know, know things can be open-ended, so let's have an open-ended question. I know. Great. They just, they just Great. the front of the blokes, they just can't be bothered to write a question. They literally, it's half an hour, this clip, and they just go, we'll just spew out any old... <laughs> it's just more content to them. They don't care. They don't want a full and frank discussion about anything. They just want to fill up finite time and put an advert in it. Or, even worse, even worse, this is sincerity to them. And they're genuinely that soulless. They're so tawdry then in that case that they can't even... They can't even... This is their real person. Person. There's only one This is their real personalities. They're robots. They are, yeah. There can't be another... There's no other way around it. Sexless content robots sent back from the future. Right, let's have another. <laughs> to bring us ads. <laughs> when you went public, I can speak from when I met Steffi as well, I had to think about announcing it, which is so weird when you're... It's just your relationship. So you take yeah. the following away. You're in a relationship with someone that you kind of like, and without the following, you would announce that to your friends to your family yeah. at, at some point did you announce it because when i mean we got outed so basically zoe and i were together i don't even know for how long like just say six months or so and we it wasn't that we were like particularly hiding it from the internet but we more just didn't really think it was something that we needed to we didn't, i mean like still to today we haven't kissed on camera or anything it's not really just us we got outed and then we said yeah okay we are in a relationship so we had some people in like close friends pissed you just told a YouTube video and you haven't even told me directly yet. No, no you <laughs> were You I'm already knew. But, but legit though, we did have people like, I had like phone calls with like one friend at the time. What the heck, man? I've just, just watched a YouTube video. And I'm like, what? 
uh, how old am I? I don't have to bring you. Yeah, for, by, by the way, the just way, to let you know, uh, um, I've got a girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, like, yeah. come on now. If you think if you think there's anything going on, just ask me. Or do you think it's because that's a little bit different? You got if you got outed. I remember yeah. that we were in LA, we were in yeah. LA at the time, and it was Jim's and that's the video. day Troy came out as well. What a day for that YouTube. That was you big, were trending. That was a Troy big was day. trending. We were all in yeah, that, that house. Was crazy. Uh, the good old days of YouTube. Oh, the good old days, eh? The oh, good old days of YouTube. Oh, I was trending. You were trending. Oh, we were all trending. Do you remember we didn't used to utterly inflate YouTube videos as long as possible so we could put in as many ads? Oh, we were days. Good. Crazy days. Time. Oh, well, what I like about the beginning of that clip is where that Marcus bloke goes, uh, so you're in a relationship with someone that you kind of like. Which is good. <laughs> it's romantic. <laughs> oh, it really warms my heart that they have to think about how they monetize and strategize their actual lives <laughs> into content. Oh, and also, pointless just does not seem to understand why his close friends would be annoyed that they have to find out that he's in a relationship oh. through a relationship unveiling video on YouTube. He can't compute why that's a bit odd in terms of a friendship. <laughs> To the point, it, it, one of his friends was so incensed that, as you heard, they called him up and said, what the heck, man? Which is <laughs> just like the C word in that world, I think. Oh. I can, you could forgive 13 and 14 year olds for talking like that. And you think, OK, bless them. They've got a lot to learn about what it means to be an adult in this world and have responsibility and yada, yada, yada. Mm. But they'll learn it. I, I don't even want to know how old the pair of them are because it's just going to depress me. Um, 20, 24 and 26, I think. Perhaps I wasn't clear when I said I don't want to know. Oh, sorry. The same age as me and you two years ago. <laughs> oh, that's depressing. That's depressing, isn't it? Well, um... <laughs> and with that it sigh, we we'll move swiftly on. Fails me. Oh, no, Absolutely no. fails me that they talk like such imbeciles. Oh no. Well, oh well. If you like that, then um, we've got more of that coming up in the next. Are they pandering to their audience? Do oh, I don't know. It's weird, right? Because they're well. I don't think they are, judging by the next clip. But um, I, I, I can't really understand it because they're sort of sat on a sofa, and it's like, well, they we're just two mates who so just hang out and have a chat, not looking at each other. <laughs> Um, and they're talking I mean what I assume is sincerely but then it's, you've always got to come back to the fact and they talk about it later that they've got to think about what's going to be entertaining well we've seen some of the content but <laughs> oh, heaven forbid what they don't think is entertaining <laughs> Jesus Christ um, so I don't really know but it's it's kind of disturbing the whole thing that they just don't I don't know. They're just—they're not like three-dimensional people, they're pal. But, but, <laughs> so like, I'm not sure. I think this is—it's not sincere, but this is the closest they'll ever come to sincerity. Have you seen that guy? I forgive me. I don't know what his name is, but he's a vlogger, and he did a sort of vlog documentary bit. Of, I think it was called like Inside the Mind of Jake Paul. Oh yeah, I can't remember I don't his name. Know what his yeah. name is. But I'd seen people saying, like, 
oh, he's really cleverly blended sort of TV documentary style, but it's still a vlog and it's really interesting and engaging and stuff. So I thought, well, well I'll watch a bit of it. Oh, you and big I, fangirl. It was like 40 minutes long, so yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to watch more than about a minute. So I apologise for being presumptuous here. Perhaps it was a really in-depth scrutinising of what makes Jake Paul the kind of, you know, money-thieving... Mm. You know, I think he actually looked into imbecile. whether he was a psychopath or a sociopath, much in the style of um, the John Ronson book, uh, yeah. The Psychopath Test. See, if you hadn't read that, or I, even the definition I of what makes a psychopath. I didn't see that. What I saw was this guy being filmed by his boyfriend. He was it. just he was floundering around going, oh God, he's coming to my house, I can't believe it. I don't even know what to say to him. And then Jake Paul pulls up outside. He's going, oh my God, he's here, he's here, he's here. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. I went, David Frost did that. <laughs> I yeah. went, when Susan no. Nixon showed up at the studio. Oh my God. <laughs> the president's here. I had my questions. Don't know what to say anymore. In fairness, in fairness. Like, right. Nixon did not make the kind of stellar content that Logan Paul, <laughs> uh, Jake Paul, oh, one yeah. of the Pauls makes, the Paul dad. Uh, but then, yeah. I, so I followed on from that because I thought, okay, well, let's get to the interview stage. Let's get the bit where they're sitting down and talking to him. And he was just going, so how long have you and your girlfriend, who have now broken up, I understand, how yeah. long have you and your girlfriend been in a relationship? Oh, you know, X amount of time. With so, you know, Jake Paul saying about how crazily in love they are and they're joining the And did your dad get off with her as well when she was 15? No, but that, that was it. Nothing, nothing inquisitive no, about the psychology, just being like, Cool. Oh, so that must be so fun. I bet you do videos together. Like, I I thought this was meant to be an inquisitive, you know, digging deeper beneath the surface. You're just asking about about what it's like to be on YouTube. I think so... the problem is, it's like in nineties hip hop. No one would send for P Diddy because they knew it was it would only it would Similar. it would only backfire on them. So Similar. do you know? What? I think the the sort of sway he's got over children and morons. Not always separate. Who are we talking about here? Jake Paul. No, right. That if he came across in a bad light, was portrayed poorly, uh, then he would just send the horde in to just ruin that person's existence. Right, I see. Cool. Ready for another clip? On that, I just think, again, perhaps let's come back to Frost Nixon. I just think if David Frost thought, actually, well, I don't know, I don't want to upset the balance of the political system in America. So right. I'm just not going <laughs> to I think we I'm might. just not going to interview him. No, but do you know what I mean? You can't <laughs> yeah, just, you can't just, if you're going to do a documentary, you can't omit things just because you're not going to upset people. You have to talk about it. Yeah, but don't you think that's the difference between a documentarian <laughs> and someone who's decided this is a different form of monetizable content? exactly my point. Why were people talking about it like it was some sort of new sensation documentary? And we come back, oh, back to the beginning, as with the Queen reviews, as with everything, because people are... Idiots, mate. <laughs> sweaty morons. On with the show. Oh. Yeah, back in the day, I'd film with anybody, and everyone would be like, "Oh my god, you're so cute together." But with Zoe, obviously, it was super intense. Like people did, ev- people literally like detectives to prove that we were together. I mean, we weren't. <laughs> so, we, so we kind of weren't together, but we just yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the public. Yeah, yeah, people would like. Oh, a clip in the back of someone else's vlog when I touched Zoe's back as we crossed the road to make sure that she like got across the so road in time. I'm like, yeah, but I do that to Marcus. Yeah, yeah. People love to look into things, which I think, if anything, is a negative thing. 
because if Zoe and I weren't together, that could have ruined the friendship. Imagine now, like, me hanging out with just a friend now who's female, and this is this happens, but this hasn't happened in this in this scenario. But what I'm saying is like, when I hang out, hang out, like, I hung out with one of my friends, Michelle, like a year ago, and like she came to my office, we were vlogging together and like doing meditation together. She's a meditation like teacher and coach. So many comments, so many YouTubers made videos that are like, oh my god, is Alfie cheating Alfie's on Zoe? Cheating on Zoe. That's Dangerous because imagine if Zoe starts not that she did because she didn't we have a very stable relationship <laughs> but imagine if this if the relationship was a little bit rocky she starts watching those looking at those tweets and thinking yo is something going on here is Alfie doing that yeah but that's why like, that's why it is dangerous now, because like, so there's two things that I think that side of things come from a slightly immature the people making those videos tend to come from a bit of an immature background oh, and they yeah. tend to be younger and. The people raising those comments, we've had young audiences, of course we have, as we've yeah. gone through YouTube, and it's always been the young ones that yeah. think that. Well, there you go. I don't, I honestly don't even understand what I listen to. <laughs> I don't know what they, I don't know what either of them say. That was them talking about fans. That was white noise. How if they do collaboration videos or whatever with uh, women, in this case, mm. that fans try and force that couple together or whatever. Uh, and then uh, Marcus, I believe, goes on to uh, uh, talk how this can be uh, dangerous. I'm not sh entirely sure dangerous is the correct word. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> also how these people can be quite immature. Sure. Um, which is fine, which is, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what he calls uh, his young audience who uh, wish people into relationships. Uh, yeah. With. Uh, yeah, indeed. Yeah, uh, pops calling kettle black. Uh, but I, I found two clips. Uh, one from each of the people talking in the video, Marcus and Alfie, uh, of their uh, content not that long ago. So I just wondered whether you shouldn't call people immature if there's a chance you're immature. Nah. So here's uh, Alfie days. Okay, thank you very much. Would you rather give birth from your penis or your mouth? What the hell are y'all talking about? I don't know if you know biology, but I think you need to read some books about science. Because last time I checked, boys don't give birth, so I'd have to say my penis. Yep. There you go, that's some uh, uh, content, but don't be immature if you're a fan, please. Cause I, don't, I don't know where these immature people get drawn to these videos with. And then... Uh, We've got uh, the clip from uh, Marcus's channel, which wasn't that long ago. Which uh, don't forget, he was described as the king of the sketches, and this was the closest thing I could find to a sketch on his channel. <laughs> Yo, what is up, people? Now today I thought we would try something. If you saw my main channel, we did a video where uh, I got a load of '90s toys and reacted to them. One of them was this little alien baby, and I was like, "Oh, if you put them in the fridge, they make babies." Blah blah blah. I'm not sure if that's a rumour, or a myth, or a legend, whatever you want to call it, um, or if it's an actual thing. So I thought what we did today, I got two of these little alien things. Here they are, these little bad boys, and we are gonna put them in the fridge together, mash them together, go out, we've got to go out, and then we're gonna see what happens to All content, baby, tell me it isn't. Um, so there you go, that's done. Immature fans are so annoying, man, and I've no idea. Reminiscent of Flying Circus, that sketch. <laughs> That's. Oh, oh, what a moron. We are witnessing uh, the end of culture, my friend. Uh, this is it. 
<laughs> right, final clip now because you know, really, really, life is uh, too short. Um, so, so, like I said, they talk about uh, the business side quite a lot, and uh, it's actually it is quite disconcerting hearing people, not children, but people with the minds of children, sure. uh, talking about things in that sort of cold, dispassionate way. And uh, here they are talking about uh, daily vlogging. So this is the last clip. Every, literally every daily vlogger I know has quit daily vlogging. Yeah. Well, dude, I quit two years before you. <laughs> <laughs> but I still love it. Like, I, like well, going on to the next thing is do I miss it? Do I love it? Yes, I miss it. I love it so much. I want to film things all the time. I want to film. I'd love to still be filming every day. But I just know two things. Number one, long term, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Like at the the amount of different things that I'm working on now that don't fit that, just time-wise, I don't have the time to yeah. do that. It doesn't work. Number two is, I mean, pretty similar. I just, when you're in the bubble of daily vlogging, you cannot think about anything else other than the daily vlog, vlogs. Yeah. So like filming a video like this, Yes, might not take too long to actually sit down and physically film, and yes, Marcus could be daily vlogging around it, but you don't have the headspace to think of doing this video and write down notes and get the cameras ready and charge the batteries and everything because you're just like, mm, daily vlog, daily vlog, daily vlog, daily vlog, like yeah. it just consumes From start your to life. Finish. Like, the, and the, then roll again, and, then yeah. roll, and it's addictive, and I love it, but it but is it can, just it can, like, mate, it, consume, go, 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 it consumes go. your energy, it consumes your day. You essentially end up living your life for the vlog, and for this speaking for me, mm. for me it became a real, I've spoken about many times before, it's mm. like, what is my life? Yeah. Because at the moment, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm filming what I think is my life, but I know I'm picking up the camera thinking, right, what's today's angle? What's today's yeah. video centered around? And, and we vlogged like pretty chill. Like yeah. there was vlog like days when I'm like I uploaded a video yesterday that was from Saturday. I daily vlogged on Saturday, and it was like trying to go pumpkin picking. The place was closed. <laughs> going to the garden centre, playing some games and that, and then watching Strictly. It was like super light hearted and chill. But some YouTubers out there, like up to them, go in with like a savage challenge every day, twenty four hour this, this overnight this, three am scary this, this. I'm like literally I yeah but those are the people who especially if they're in relationships I mean I'm 100% I'm calling it now your relationship's not gonna last it's not a real relationship <laughs> it's not it's, you can't do those sorts of things it's and just, be in a relationship well, there you go the perils of daily vlogging for people who thought it was easy and that it turns out it's not as easy as what you thought <laughs> <laughs> I like the bit where he goes I went pumpkin picking but it was closed <laughs> Content. Super chill vlog. Content, baby. Uh, bizarre, isn't it? Is this the real life? It's like when Wittgenstein met Karl Popper. A clash of the <laughs> vociferous intellects. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they talk like they're astronauts or something. I'm going, yeah, no, it just drains you, man. Just doing the vlog every day. You've got to recharge sometimes. Take a load off filming yourself <laughs> doing what we're going to do anyway. Uh, Sometimes I think, is this real life? But then sometimes I pick up the camera and think, hang on, what's the angle? <laughs> uh, it really I is. It's quite... Do you even understand your own thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> uh, it is quite liberating to know that they, they hate doing it as much as I hate it existing. <laughs> it really is quite nice. Because it's what I always thought all along, that they can't function and have an actual life. 
Yeah. And then it sort of consumes their life, and then the banalities just take it over. Just and it over. vlogging eats itself. Consumed from within. As like I always hole. predicted. Well, uh, the rest of that uh, video is unspeakably boring. <laughs> so we won't listen to any more. But that was a little Thank little change of tone. It's a little change of tone with uh, Vloggers Gone Wild. So that's that for this week. Thank you. Hello. The retailer can decide how much they sell that for. That's completely out of my um, decision making. I don't have the right to make those decisions. So it makes me so sad. 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 To be honest, I just want to start off with that I'm sorry. 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 It seems like I've learned nothing from all these past controversies. Nothing. Nothing. Be sure to subscribe and smash that like button. Be sure to. Be sure to. That was Vlog has gone well for this week, and we're going on for ages, so we're going straight into Zoella's cozy tip. Playing in at number two. <laughs> hey guys, you are cordially invited to listen to Zoella's cutesy, woozy, cozy, rosy, super mega tip. So this is the part of the show where we take a tip from Zoella Sugg's book, Cordially Invited, A Seasonal Guide to Hosting Any Occasion and Making a Memory Out of Every Day, which uh, Jack and I have really been putting into place recently. Uh, so I've just got a couple of tidbits for this week. I mean, I love <laughs> just looking through that during the jingle play and I found the recipe to make a cheese board. <laughs> Prep time, 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure you're ready though, Jack, so we'll maybe look at that another time. I'm not. I, could, I couldn't compute that right now. Um, I think my brain is not my ears. So I've got a couple of uh, strands. Uh, I, I think... I told you that throughout the book are uh, sort of mum's tips. You did tell me that, yeah. Because uh, Zoella's yeah. inspiration is her mum in terms of hosting and making a memory out of every day. Uh, so they're sort of sprinkled through some mum's tips. I mean, some of them aren't quite as helpful as Zoella's, but uh, there's a good one here. Uh, so mum's tip. Uh, if you're going to someone's house for a party, try not to get there early. The host will have planned for your arrival and timed things accordingly. So right. don't make an early entrance. It could derail their plans, which I think is very, very helpful. To who? I don't know. Idiots. <laughs> um, and there's also uh, a thing I was looking at. I don't quite know what to make of this one because it's not... Uh, so... <laughs> So this is how to plan a friend's night in, uh, which I wouldn't think was that hard, but there's a specific bit of it. I which shouldn't I find... have thought it necessarily <laughs> required planning. <laughs> but, uh, 
so for a great friend's night in, it's worth considering some garish pyjamas or a fluffy onesie. Uh, a movie or selection of movies you've either <laughs> never seen before or loved to pieces. So that's... So just so don't just... watch films you don't you have seen but you don't like. Don't I cannot stress that enough. That is a waste of time of a friend's night in. So to be clear, wear clothes and watch either one or multiple films. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, blah, blah blah games. Uh, a heap of snacks and drinks, and then it says see bing see snack bingo on pages one eighty to one eight one. No, thank you. So. I've seen Snack Bingo. So have I. He just says, is this Snack Bingo? And he says, uh, mix up your snacks whenever you have people over. I find the weirder the combo, the better, and a good balance of sweet and savoury. Here are my favourite snacks ideas to work your way through. And it's, I mean, it's not really like a bingo board, but there's squares across two pages <laughs> with a list of various snacks. Now... It's not bingo. It's, it's not, not, no, it's bingo. not bingo, because I don't know how that would work. Someone... <laughs> Unless you had the Pull snacks. Pull out the snacks names, and then you'd have to... What, just cross them out? Cross them what out? the point of that, then? I don't... It could be anything. I don't know. What? No. I didn't ghostwrite it. My point is, for a book that has instruction on how to put on a coat, <laughs> I thought for something that's been invented, like snack bingo, someone would have thought to jot down a few bullet points... Whereas it's just a list, pretzels, popcorn, nachos, guacamole. I don't know how that works. What's it? So someone holds up one of them and then you, I don't know, just cross it off. But then that's arbitrary. It could just be anything. Or what, you eat it, but then, so you eat it and then cross it off. But everyone's oh, got the same square. And what, everyone has to buy the book and then do it. And you go, <laughs> apple slices and peanut butter. Well, I never... Pervert. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm intrigued with the cheese board instructions that take up the page. I must say, 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 I probably should, but yeah. I can't. I want to open one on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, we'll save that. We've been doing this for about two hours. Uh, of course, that was so endless. <laughs> Cozy tip for this week. You are cordially invited to listen to another one next week thank you guys jingle you are cordially invited to listen to zoella's cute woozy cozy lonely super mega tip <laughs> it's time now for etymology corner hooray jingle Etymology corner. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday I texted Jack and asked him which word he'd like to learn about this week Did because you? this is the part of the show where we look at the root of a certain word and find out just what part of Latin it came from. I texted Jack yesterday saying. Which etymology word would you like to learn about the etymology yeah, of did, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. Uh, he ignored my text. No, well. So this week's word is ignore. Right. <clears throat> ignore. Verb. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> from the 1610s, uh, not to know, to be ignorant of, from French, ignorer. Be wary of itself. <laughs> 
from the 14th century. This came directly from the Latin ignorare, meaning not to know, be unacquainted with, take no notice of, disregard. Uh, the modern English sense of pass over without notice or disregard was first recorded in 1801. E.g. Jack ignored my text. <laughs> Very good. So that's the end of Etymology Corner for this week. Hooray! And I should have mentioned in uh, Zoella's cosy tip, we actually filmed a video of us using Zoella's the fantastic instructions on how to make a sandwich yeah. and that will be up at time of listening so <laughs> click it in the description and you know what watch that as many times as you want You're welcome to it smash that like button smash right. that like button right out <laughs> and that's the end of that bye uh, yeah goodbye bye from night. the all new adventures of tom and jack episode <laughs> one over <laughs>